Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And welcome into our number two of the Outdoor Show. And uh, hearing from uh, a bait update from Robbie Campbell. said so they're very low at the marine. If you're headed down that way to go fishing, uh, stop on Paris Road at one of the bait shops there. Make sure you get your bait before you make the drive down to Shell Beach. Because if you don't, you may have to make the ride back up and, or not fish with live shrimp. That's Robbie's report. Also hearing from one of our field reporters, Jeff Brule. He's out on the Pearl River checking out the goggle eye action. This is a great time for goggle eyes. And I think... I know the spot where he's headed, and he'll have a report for us next week on goggle eyes, and we'll talk more about that. All right, Alabama alligator season is getting ready to open up. They are, in fact, June 2nd, I believe that's Tuesday, uh, from 8 a.m. through July 8th, you'll be able to apply and register for tags. There's going to be 260 tags issued in five hunting zones. It's $22 to register. And then you can, uh, you, you and other hunters accompany you do have to have a valid hunting license in your possession. <clears throat> this is only open, by the way, to Alabama residents and lifetime license holders 16 years of age or older. Alligators are, are a pretty interesting topic. Uh, they were once on the brink of extinction about 1975. They were put on the endangered species list, and they have come back stronger than ever, and I mean ever. Uh, you can credit uh, strong management, regulations, uh, and also a program, which we're going to do features on on Bayou Wild TV, and you'll be wanting to look forward to seeing this. We're going to go out uh, with Mike Benz, Delacro Corporation owner. Uh, he's got a lot of alligators on his property, and what they do is <clears throat> they fly a helicopter. They spot the nest, and this takes place in June, and they spot where the eggs are, and then they mark the GPS locations, and then they send the airboats out by GPS Go take the eggs, remove them, bring them to an incubator. They hatch them out, and then when the eggs, when they get to a certain safe size beyond uh, bird predators, they take them back out and release them into the marsh. And this has resulted in an enormous increase in the population. Uh, It's almost to a problem stage now. There's so many alligators out there. California instituted a ban on alligator products being imported. That was a big outlet for them. That's no longer happening. There's been some problems in Italy uh, with the COVID uh, scare and warning uh, lockdown. It's affected their tannery operation, and they do most of the tanning. Uh, and the depressed price for alligator hides and meat. So what that does mean, good news for recreational sportsmen. Uh, I think we very much underutilize uh, recreational alligator hunting. Uh, it's it's not as exciting as what people see glorified on TV, but alligators are wonderful you really got something with the hide and also with the meat. It's delicious. And uh, anyway, that's for Alabama residents. Louisiana also has, uh, by lottery, alligator hunting, and that's all been taken care of. Anyway, Alabama, getting back to them, they claim they have the current world record alligator. I remember when Mandy Stokes, who's from Camden, oh, I think it was about six years ago, five, six years ago, she killed an alligator that was 15 feet 9 inches long and weighed 1,011 and a half pounds. They claim that is the current world record. Well, Louisiana has a little bit of a different opinion, but unfortunately 
Louisiana's largest alligator is unofficial. Story goes like this. Back in 1890, when I was just a youngster, I barely remember this, 17-year-old Edward Avery McElhaney, you know the McElhaney family, he was duck hunting on Cock Bay over by Lake Vermilion. Uh, he shot some ducks. He went to retrieve them. And he came across what he thought was a sunken log and actually turned out to be a huge alligator. Now, remember, this is duck season. It's January. It's cold. Uh, he said that the reason he shot it in the head and killed it was because it was going to die. It was lethargic. He said it was old. Uh, the thing didn't have any teeth. <clears throat> it was at full of scars. Um, so he shot it because he knew it was going to die in the cold weather because it was freezing and it was in bad shape. Well, he couldn't drag it out to skin it, so he left it there. He came back the next day with some helpers. Uh, they still couldn't get it out of there, and he did want to measure it before he, he left it. And what he did was to use a measuring tape. He used his shotgun. He had a 30-inch barrel on his shotgun. And he laid the barrel down, then he marked it with a knife, and then he picked it up again, and he measured it. Now, using that 30-inch gun barrel, he started measuring at the tail, worked his way up to the head, marking it with his knife, and he ended up with 19 feet 2 inches. He measured it two more times, so a total of three times to make sure he was accurate. That's 234 inches, 19 feet 2 inches, no telling what it weighed. It was a, a gnarly-looking alligator. The, the stumps, the teeth were nothing but bone. Uh, it was pitiful-looking thing, according to him. But anyway, there's no picture. 1890, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have even 35-millimeter uh, camera. You didn't have anything uh, other than very primitive photography equipment, which you're not going to bring out into the marsh. So all you've got is his word and his measurement and a couple of witnesses who said they saw it. So as far as official world record, uh, well, you be the judge. Do you believe it was Louisiana's 19-2 or is it Alabama's 15-9? And you know what? There could be even a bigger one lurking out there. All right, we come back after this. Let's talk to Mike Gallo. He's over there in the Slidell area, but that's not just where he fishes. He fishes all over the southeast part of the state, Biloxi Marsh, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, Wrigley's. We'll get his report next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's check in with Captain Mike Gallo, find out what's happening in his neck of the woods. Captain Mike, how was the fishing this week, and what's the prospects for the weekend from your perspective? Well, I'll tell you, Don, we had some, we had some harsh weather early in the week, a lot of wind and some rain, but it brought in some nice green water, been seeing lots of bait. And I've also seen and caught some of the elusive speckle trout. Some of the platforms in Lake Bourne are holding some speckle trout. Live shrimp on the bottom is the way to go. I've also just talked to him on my way out the canal, and he was telling me, keep your eye open for triple tail. He's seen a few. So uh, we look like we're right on schedule here for late May, June. Mike, you mentioned uh, you, you cut out when you said who told you about the triple tail. Who was that that saw him? Oh, I was talking to a crabber. I was in the canal oh, okay. on my way out towards Lake Pontchartrain, and me and a crabber got side by side. I know who he is, and we were chatting for a while, and, you know, they pick up crab traps all day long. That's what he does. So he said he saw some triple tail, and uh, he thinks there's plenty more. He's heard from some of the other crabbers that they're seeing triple tail, so. 
I'll, yeah. On my way in this afternoon, I'll make sure I'll look for some triple tail. Yeah, crabbers are an excellent source of information because they love to hang around up underneath those floats. And with the flat uh, conditions we might see today, it could be an early day to catch some triple tail. That's good news. How about Biloxi Marsh? Been over there lately and working some redfish? The Biloxi Marsh has really been productive. Um, I think you'll find redfish more consistently in moving water. Our water temperatures have hit and has reached a consistent 80 degrees. And that's when they, they seem to really get aggressive, eat more. Their metabolism speeds up with the water temperature, so they kind of have to eat on more of a regular basis. Uh, but, up, but those shallow ponds will also heat up with the sun. So they seem to be in the bayous where there's current more consistently. Um, so I, I haven't been doing anything real special, uh, mostly shrimp under a cork, but we've also thrown some gold spoons and some spinnerbaits, and they're all working well on the redfish. Mike, I've been getting reports that sheephead are on the trestle bridge like the old days. I mean, there's just tons of them out there, and people are making good use of that. Uh, any word on trout in Pontchartrain? I haven't heard anything on trout in Pontchartrain. One of the captains that rents a boat slip from me did a trip um, for a local gentleman that keeps his boat in the Pontchartrain area and fishes the bridges pretty much exclusively. He's new to the area. So we kind of did a little training mission with him, and they sat at the bridges all day, uh, live shrimp on the bottom. They caught the sheephead, like you were talking about, some black drums, some redfish, freshwater catfish, undersized trout, but no keeper trout. Well, it's a good way to fill up a box and get some fish, you know, mixed catch if you want to head out there. Mike, who are you fishing with today? Who's the lucky customers you got? I have Tony DeFada and his two sons. Tony's from Jackson, Mississippi. One son is from the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and the other is in Birmingham. They've been fishing with me probably six to eight years now, and they enjoy getting together. Came in last night and grilled some steaks at the lodge and, up bright and early this morning, heading out to go see if we can catch some fish. What a great way to have a little family get-together, huh? Meet up at Captain Mike's uh, Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge <laughs> and get out some fish. You didn't get any better than that, and they got a great day for it, Mike. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, tell us all the ways they can get you. you got a bunch of ways to track you down. Yeah, I'm not trying to hide from anybody. You can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. My website is AAOfLA.com. Look up Captain Mike Gallo on social media or the old-fashioned telephone, 985-781-7811. All right, and if you happen to catch one of those elusive trip tail, let's uh, try to do a little cooking feature with it, maybe for Bayou Wild when you get one. Just put it aside. Hopefully we So, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. All right, Mike. See you next time, buddy. All right, buddy. Talk to you then. All right, Captain Mike Gallo, he's out on the water already. Are you on the water listing or are you at home? Well, anyway, wherever you are, we got more information coming your way. Next is the Paddler's Report. Got a lot of text. I got this one says, I have found the best place for me to do alligator hunting in Alabama is my local Rouse's. I love it fried, sauce pecan, any other suggestions? I'll tell you, I got two. Blackened alligator tail is excellent, but I think one of my favorites, Tommy Satanovich at Drago's Restaurant, uh, showed us how to make alligator tacos. And, you know, fish tacos have become kind of a trendy type item, menu item. But, boy, let me tell you, alligator, 
very good on tacos. We got a recipe. We cooked it, and it's on Bayou Wild TV. You can look up our recipes and find a whole bunch from uh, some famous chefs and some not so famous backyard guys too. It's at BayouWildTV.com. Coming back after this, we paddle for our fish. We go stroking with Brendan Bayard right after this time out on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And I got to tell you, I love uh, having all these field reporters, especially Captain Mike Gallo. He's got some really good information. I want to remind you, his reports each week are brought to you by CETO. They are the AAA on the water. Yeah, if you're not familiar with them, if you break down, no matter what the cause, I've run out of fuel, uh, you need an electrical jump start, or if you need a tow-in from anywhere, they'll come get you. They're to the rescue. It's CETO.com, or you can call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545. For $179 a year, you've got peace of mind knowing if you ever have problems, it's just one phone call away. And it's time for our Paddler's Report. This week, it's Brendan Bayard joining us. It's brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in mid-city of New Orleans, Covington, in Baton Rouge, where they've got the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You can look on their website at MasseyOutfitters.com. Also got a very nice Facebook page. Brendan, what's going on this morning for the paddlers? Oh, plenty of great options today, Don. It's a beautiful, calm day, a little bit of overcast, a little bit of uh, isolated uh, thunderstorms that might pop up, but not too bad. So I think it's all systems go. Uh, a lot of guys catching fish, a lot of trout on the coast right now. Uh, it's kind of like the pogey season explosion right now. Uh, guys are, uh, you know, some of the guys are going out with cast nets, catching like a, a, a handful of pogies to start the morning with. Um, perfect bait for, for nice big trout if you can get the big size ones. Uh, and then, uh, you know, just catching a lot of nice big fish along the, uh, the beach area. If the surface is too rough, you can always tuck back in to the uh, periphery area behind the beach, like Kamenata Pass, Bay Champagne, uh, Belt Pass, inside the rocks. There's all kind of places to hide if the, if the beach is too rough. But uh, a day like today, you could probably get out there and, uh, and crush it. Brendan, for a first time, we're going down to the island, Grand Isle, and wanting to fish those beaches, which is certainly going to be doable today given the weather conditions. What's your favorite place to put in? Or give me a couple of spots where they might put the kayak in and park. So there's seven, there's seven different uh, public access points along Grand Isle. Um, you know, the first one is right by Bridgeside. There's a, just a parking spot where you can uh, kind of drag your kayak right from uh, uh uh, area to park you know 10 or so cars and just drag it on a sand path the guys with the uh, golf carts you'll see those guys go onto the beach in the side by sides but uh you know you can't drive your truck or anything like that but if you have a pair of uh, beach wheels you can put those on your kayak and easily drag it to the sand our, our sand on grand isle is really nice and hard packed so it's a really easy wheel to the uh to the beach um i like to go you know really all over the beach, I like the place by uh, by Bridgeside where that where the rocks stick out there uh, by Kamenata Pass. I also like to go down a little bit further uh, over there near the water tower uh, where the uh, the breakwaters start back up again by the uh, state park. Uh, you can also launch on the backside of Grand Isle uh, at the uh, Kristen and Danny Ray public launch behind the high school. Uh, that's uh, on Ludwig Street. Uh, you can launch on either end of the island 
at uh, Sand Dollar or Bridgeside uh, and fish the pass areas. Uh, so a lot of great options to launch over there. Uh, you know, people are catching limits of trout on anything from tandem rig sparkle beetles to uh, to live shrimp to uh, mirrodine. So uh, really anything you throw out there right now, you're going to catch a few fish. And uh, it's great, great conditions for it today. All right, Lafayette uh, Club there, the Paddlers uh, Kayak Club, they're having a Slamboree tournament. Tell us about that. So Slamboree is usually their tournament when they come down to the uh, Leeville Highway 1 area. But this year with the uh, COVID stuff going on, it's going to be on uh, online, on-app registration uh, where you're going to submit fish uh, via the, uh, the app photo catch and release. Uh, that's going to be a statewide tournament this year kind of opens up some uh, Lafayette home waters, if you will, uh, i.e. Big Lake. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I anticipate a lot of guys uh, fishing Big Lake. The flounder run has been incredible right now. Lot of, lots of guys catching flounder all over uh, Big Lake, West Cove. Uh, so that's part of that, uh, that magical three fish uh, species that you have to find for that, that, uh, tournament. Uh, so, you know, flounder being one of the more challenging species of that list it complete, it's going to make, uh, make it worth your while to go someplace where there's lots of flounder to catch. So, uh, I anticipate a lot of people going out West for this tournament. Although, you know, there's people catching flounder, uh, you know, around, uh, Bell Pass and, and on the rocks near Kamenata as well. So, uh, should be a fun tournament yeah. next week. Yeah, we caught some nice ones down there uh, on the, uh, I guess it would be the southeast corner of Big Lake, went across the lake and, and caught some nice flounders there. Um, IFA tournament going to be coming to Lafitte. You going to be fishing it next time you check in with us? That's in two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be pre-fishing next time we're on the on the air, and that'll be Lafitte. Of course, you can drive anywhere you want for the IFA tournament, uh, it being a bull red and trout tournament anticipating people are going to be near the passes and uh just trying all those kind of usual haunts uh so i'll be pre-fishing maybe checking out bell pass maybe checking out Kamenata pass or barataria pass depending on the weather and you're headed to the coast this afternoon is that east you're going east this morning this afternoon yes sir heading out east may make a couple of days uh fishing around the surf taking the boys out there and uh catching some groceries for the week yeah i'm headed that way too i think there's going to be a crowd out that way should be a lot of fun got some good weather brendan thanks for the report we appreciate it as always my friend good luck to you and we'll catch you from the ifa tournament in a couple weeks all right thanks don take care all right brendan bayard one of our field reporters next week eric mahabarak joins us with louisiana kayak company we got it all for you right here. All right, well, coming back next, you know what it is. Yeah, it's bad boy the outdoors time. A couple guys went out and thought they were going to have a nice little boil, get them some crawfish, get them some crabs. Only one problem. It wasn't their traps. They got caught. They admitted it. We'll be back with their story right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we have someone that wants to uh, get uh, a jump on the text uh, line for next week. Uh, 870-870 is where you're texting this morning. Next week, here it is, 504-260-1870. You'll be able to text me there next week. Got a great text in from a guy I've known a long time, Randall Schmidt. He says, good morning, Don and the listeners. Great to hear you on a Saturday morning every week. All the positive you give listeners every Saturday. All the problems going on with riots, coronavirus, you're a breath of fresh air every Saturday morning. You've done a fabulous job in professional and personal life. 
for the past 51 years I've known you. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Randall. That means an awful lot, and that's why I do this show. We try to keep uh, people sane, you know, by getting their mind off of some of the other things, which is certainly important, but you got to have your sanity. And I tell you what, I find no place better to escape at all is getting out into the woods or maybe on the water. All right, right after this quick 10-second pause, it's bad boy the outdoors time. When you go out there, you got to do things right or you'll end up like these guys. Back with their story right after we pause these uh, 10 seconds to let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Net. In yet another case, beginning with an Operation Game Thief tip, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries agents received a complaint about two men in a boat illegally checking crab and crawfish traps that did not belong to them in Bayou Shen. Agents identified Nathan Adams, 23, of Amelia, and Juan Carlos Chavez Santos, 19, from Morgan City, who admitted to taking crabs and crawfish out of traps they didn't own or have permission to check. The agents seized their two dozen crabs. Adams also admitted to selling a sack of crawfish that he took from the traps and having a game camera in his possession that he stole from one of the crab and crawfish trap sites. Hmm, wonder if that camera had pictures of them rustling the crustaceans. Talk about self-incrimination. Cited for theft of crabs and crawfish, tending crab traps during illegal hours, violating recreational gear license requirements for traps, angling without a saltwater license, And one of the men was also cited for selling fish caught recreationally and theft and possession of stolen things and now facing fines of up to $3,950, up to six months in jail, our 23-year-old Nathan Adams of Amelia and 19-year-old Juan Carlos Chavez Santos, 19 years of age, from Morgan City, our bad boys of the outdoors. All that for a measly two dozen crabs and a sack of crawfish? Ouch. All right, we come back after this break. It's time for the Plastic Man, Captain Ryan Lambert. Last time we talked to him, he was uh, approaching a, a situation, a phenomenon known as the glass minnow spawn, which everything goes crazy. Birds, fish, crabs, nutra rats, they all love to get in on the action because the fish go crazy. We'll find out what's happening down in the Plaquemines Parish area. It's the tip of the boot of Louisiana. His report's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You know, they wrote that song for this guy, just for him, Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures. He loves plastic. He can't get enough of it. Neither can the fish he throws it at. What's going on this weekend, Ryan? I can't even believe y'all found that song somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very popular song in its day. Of course, it was before your time. You know, you were just, you were knee-eyed to a grasshopper when that one came out. Yeah, they've been pretty daggum old. That's what I got to say about that. Oh, beautiful day today, huh? Wow. Yes, it is. Of, gorgeous. A lot of people after I wanted to fish so bad today, but I, I came home. Um, I wanted to go get after the trout, to tell you the truth. The trout been uh starting to bite a bit. The, the glassman has disappeared, and so did the close fish. But uh, if you run a little bit, you can really get on some trout right now. Oh, my goodness, some nice ones, too. But uh, a couple of the boys wanted me to go fun snapper fishing today, too. Everybody's doing something. But uh, it's pretty simple right now. There's a lot, a lot of snappers for the recreational guys. You put the depth finder down, you can find piles of them. So they're having fun with that. And, uh, and the redfish have been really, you know, pretty easy. I mean, 
just the water's getting better and better. The river's coming down, and the, and the wind was blowing from the same direction for days and days out the southwest. And what that does to the east side is just makes some really clear green water. And, you know, and it gets to where I, you know, I can sight fish, and that's what I like, as you know. Sight fish with plastic or those little uh, spoons on a fly. Today would be a great day to fly fish reds, huh? It really would. You know, the, the grass is coming up, and when when it's just coming up and the fish get on top of it, I mean, they look like a neon sign on top of that, that green grass down there. <laughs> and, and they even get the color better when they're on top of grass. When they're on top of a dark color like that, they just turn copper. And, oh, um, man, it's like picking pumpkins then. It's fun. You know what else is fun is very uh, often, though. Yeah, you know what else is fun is uh, is catching those uh, big black drum on fly equipment. When you see a drum, do you how do you fish it any differently than you than a redfish? Well, you know they don't normally chase after it. You know you'll see that big tail. You know you you come to a pond, you might see twenty tails sticking up. I mean they're big and they're just wallowing on the bottom eating the little shellfish and stuff. So I'll just go up to them and see which side is the head and just bring something right across them and just crawl it right in front of them and they'll chomp it, you know, and then it's on, on the fly rod. I mean, it's, it, it's, they get so big that it's, sometimes it's not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just like hanging <laughs> yeah. on. And, but if you get one, you know, up to 20, 25 pounds, that's fun. But if you get bigger than that, then, then it's just, just takes a long, long time. And it's like hanging on to the bottom. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's, it doesn't fight like a redfish. Just you know, a twenty pounder will, but anything bigger, it will start getting redundant after a little while. Trying to drag him to the boat. You know what but, I can remember you know, spotting them is by those those big bubble gum looking lips they got. They they glow, and you can see those <laughs> lips in the water. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better just to see tails because the tails come way out the water. They'll be stick yeah. six eight inches out the water and they just wave at you. You know. It's, you can yeah. see them from a mile away. It's, it's incredible. And sometimes the reds will do that too. And you know, the reds are starting to get along the beaches and they're traveling along the beaches. It's getting to be that good summertime time where you can get out there and get a day like to this. And you might be soaking wet with sweat, but it's calm. You can throw that top water along the beach. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a yeah. fun time. You know those big old uh, drum are, are ugly when they get big like that. They, you know, it's like dogs. They're cute when they're puppy, but when they get big, they're ugly. But those little <laughs> yeah, ones they, in that, you know, twenty, the twenty-three, twenty-four inch, they're pretty fish. You know, I've seen some really nice mounts. They got the black stripes. They're kind of bright. Where the the big ones get all washed out and full of worms and stuff. You know. You know, you won't believe what a beautiful mount it is. I, I didn't know until I saw one mounted because if you think about it, they have these very, very long, long fins. And when the taxidermist mm-hmm. takes those fins and puts them out and puts the acrylic on them, they're a beautiful mount. You just It's hard to believe that big old ugly fish would be so pretty on the wall, but <laughs> it really is. It's, uh, and, and they're good to eat. You know, if you get the puppies up to maybe eight pounds or so, it's really good eating fish. Others, you know, once you get them big dogs, they they full of worms and you know they're very hard to clean too. So, you know, small puppies are good to eat. Yes, I just, uh I don't fool with them too much though. Yeah. Well, Ryan, uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, you know, things are starting to move again, but we still got some limited travel from some out of town. So, in town, close in people for day trips uh, might have an opportunity to get in with you right now. Tell them how to do they that. They have all the opportunity in the world, and thank goodness some of them are doing that because, you know, the corporate corporations aren't letting their people travel yet. You know, a lot of my businesses that we have 
really been hit hard, but the boys are ready to go. So if anyone wants to go and catch some fish, it's a perfect time of the year. You just go to CajunFishingAdventures.com and check us out or call me direct on my cell at 504-559-5111, and we'll be sure to hook you up with one of our 12 guides. So uh, they're rocking on ready. Sounds good. Ryan, uh, y'all have a great weekend, my friend, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, you do the same, my buddy. All righty. Captain Brian Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures, a.k.a. the Plastic Man. And I think you know why we call him that. All right, we'll come back after this. Going to wrap it up with some text messages. Also, uh, a couple other things about next week's show. Coming at you right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, checking on our text messages, uh, David from Mobile says, isn't the Plastic Man song from the Kinks? Indeed it is. I think 1973 was the year. All right, here's someone in Mississippi tried fishing at the pond, got attacked by horseflies, had to quit. They're really bad this year. Are they horseflies, the big black ones? That's a horsefly. Are they those green sand flies, those green head fly? Boy, those things bite and draw blood. Got to be careful. Uh, here's a question. Are they catching fish in Port Fouchon right now? Yes, indeed, they are all along the beaches and also some of the bays and canals, too. Uh, how do you rig a live pogey on the hook when fishing for speckled trout? Several ways. Uh, I like to usually like to hook them through the lip. Uh, some people hook them through the eyes, and some people hook them under the dorsal fin. Any way that they stay alive and wiggle and give some action is the way you want to hook them. Uh, here's someone that uh, lives in Amite. Uh, where would be an excellent place to fish for brim? Uh, that's from Gunny Simplify. Uh, well, you got, you know, Tickfar River. Uh, you got uh, the, um, uh, what's the one, the Talbany River. And you can also fish some down in uh, the Vitico Creek area. There's a lot of them in there. Just get up against a bank, some shady water that's not moving too fast, and throw some crickets underneath those uh, cypress stumps. And if you're lucky enough to have somebody with a pond that will let you fish there too, that can also be a good source. Uh, here's uh, one from Bo. He read somewhere specks aren't really trout, more related to reds that they're related to. That is indeed a fact. Uh, they are members of the drum family. They're closely related to the redfish, the drum, uh, not so much trout. They just were kind of a misnomer. Trout, generally like the rainbow trout and those brown trout, that is a, usually a freshwater species, but the name is stuck. Uh, here's one that uh, says, I remember the taco recipe. Check it out again. Yeah, alligator tacos. You won't be disappointed. How much is a foot pedal kayak? Well, Martha Spencer is on the Hobie Pro staff team. She probably better at answering that, but I'm going to tell you the range of them is somewhere between, you could probably get in one for about $1,400 and then 3000 for the Mirage, which is top of the line. And I think if you get the two-person pedal, then that's really going deluxe. That's the Cadillac, about six grand for that. So it's a wide range, but fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks will get you into one. That's pretty cheap when you compare it to the price of a bay boat. Uh, the, the Mad Trucker's listening, and he's checking in. Uh, someone wants a report on Nine Mile and Half Moon Island. I could have asked Mike, but it's a little late now because he's already fishing. If someone has a report from there, please text it in, and we'll share it. Weaver and Nancy are going to the Trestle Bridge in Pontchartrain for some kayaking. Not a bad idea. All right, we also have someone wanting to know where can they take alligator skins to get custom boots. Caught them legally. They have tags in them. All I can tell you is maybe search the Internet, and you can maybe find someone. If someone does know, text me, and I'll be glad to pass it along. Uh, let's see. We have uh, the, the Lafayette Yakers checking in. 
Finally, a great day to be chasing specs and thinning out the pumpkin patch. Good luck to the snapper guys. That's from the Lafayette Yakker. Now, before our, our audience that wants to know about jargon and we talk in these uh, terms that they don't understand, uh, thinning out the pumpkin patch actually means catching some redfish because, you know, when they come out of some of the clear water, at very times they have bright orange color and they call them pumpkins. So you thin out the pumpkin patch, you're catching redfish. So there you go. I'll beat you to it. All right, those are our texts. Don't forget, next week we start a new text number. Make a note, put it in your phone so you can text us easily. That is 504-260-1870. A couple other things, fishing and hunting licenses, the new ones for 2021 go on sale June 1st. And you're going to have a little bit of a change on your hunting. Uh, The uh, hunting license you can get still from your favorite retail store, the harvest information permit, which is the one where they ask you the questions, uh, did you hunt ducks, geese, snipe, woodcock, doves, any migratory birds, and you give them the number. Well, it seems that the people at the stores were not doing their job, and they were just putting on there did not hunt. And when the surveys came in, uh, the results were horrendous, and it was so obvious that they weren't doing their job. So they've taken that privilege away from the vendors, and now the only way you'll be able to get your harvest information permit, which is free, but you have to have it by law, just as important as your duck stamp, your basic hunting license, or your big game license, you're going to have to get it online from the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. You can go to their website and find it. Uh, The catch is there's a $2 processing fee from the company that processes it over the Internet. So the free HIP is going to cost you $2. The only way to get it free Drive to Baton Rouge and burn some gas and go to the headquarters office and they can get it to you there. Uh, I know it sounds like it's a money grab. It is not. And when I have more time on another show, I will explain why it is necessary to do that. It's very important, as a matter of fact. All right. um, I do want to remind you about our our restaurants. Uh, Boy, those are the ones that have been the hardest hit by the COVID and the lockdown. They're starting to get back in. Hopefully we'll be in phase two. And I can get back to tape and buy you all shows at Morton Seafood Restaurant in Madisonville. Uh, by the way, they do have takeout. They've got lots of outside dining and limited indoor dining. They're open their regular days, Thursdays through Sundays. And you can call in advance and pick up an order and say hello to Kim and Dawn and all the gang over there. I really miss going over there. I have to stop over there real soon. So that's uh, kind of what's been going on in the world of the outdoors. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but... You know, your world can take place uh, in some very secluded, remote areas. Uh, The good thing about fishing and hunting, uh, though everything else locked down, slowed down, uh, fishing and hunting and camping actually blossomed and grew. Uh, I think a lot of people are rediscovering the joys of spending time in the out-of-doors and spending time in the out-of-doors with their families. So try to have a great weekend. Uh, you got the weathers in your favor. Get out and do a little bit of fishing and join the outdoors or whatever it is you do. I am headed to the Gulf Coast of Alabama. I have a date with a gorgeous young girl named Isabel. And those of you who know her know how much fun she can be. I'll see you all next week. We'll be right back here. Same place, same time, same stations, 5 to 7 a.m. But remember that new text number next week. Make a note, 504 1870. Don't forget, tune in to Bayou Wild TV. Go to our website. You can watch it on YouTube anytime you like or find the local listings and channels in your area. BayouWildTV.com. Got some exciting stuff coming up in our new season. See you next week. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 